Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. So, I have to apologize. I actually missed a week of podcasting. I had COVID. I tried to get it done before I got really sick, but I could not make it happen. So, I am so sorry that you missed a week or I missed a week last week, but I'm back on track. And this week, I'm talking to Halston about COVID. Georgia currently has COVID. And so, I'm not comfortable having anybody in the studio. So I thought my my good friend Halston would be a great guest to just talk about what my COVID experience was, talk about my symptoms, talk about the process of getting better, about my quarantine, about Georgia getting sick, about what we were watching on TV. We talked about a lot of stuff. I lost my grandmother to COVID this week or last week, December 27th. Talk about that for a little bit. Bless her heart. Um... But I think it was a good chat. It was, a, it was a good conversation. And I was glad to see Halston. I haven't seen him in so long. And uh, I feel like he, uh, you know, when you're in quarantine, <laughs> you find yourself talking a lot when you finally find a person because you're like, oh, my God, let me tell you everything that I've been thinking for the past five days. So sorry if it may be a little rambly, but it was good to talk to Halston. Um, anyway, I hope everyone had a happy holiday. I hope you had a Merry Christmas. And if you didn't get your Free Waters mechanic shoes, they are amazing. They are gray this year instead of camel. And they're so comfy. I know um, you can get them at freewaters.com. And they have soles on the bottom so you can wear them outside. They have a great arch support. And I know I hear, I see some comments that they're expensive. They are a little pricey for a slipper, but I have to tell you something. They are really durable. They are very comfortable. I wash mine in the washer. I don't know if you're supposed to. I don't know if that's what you're supposed to do, but I totally throw mine in the washer and then let them air dry. And they're super durable. I've had... This is my third year of having this shoe. The first year, it wasn't a mechanic. It was just a free waters slipper. The second year, which was last year, was the mechanic. And those shoes still hold up. I mean, they're wool. They're really comfortable. They're very durable. And again, you can wear them outside. So even though they may be a little pricey, I think they're worth every single dime. I have never known a single person who's had this shoe and said, it's okay. Every person has been like, these are the best slippers I've ever had. So if you missed the sale for Christmas because I was dealing with COVID and didn't get to promote it, Valentine's Day is around the corner. You could always get the slipper for Valentine's Day because there's nothing better than wrapping your feet in love. <laughs> so if you missed it for Christmas, check it out for Valentine's Day. Obviously, there's a men's version called The Machine. It is navy blue and I didn't have a pair because um, we we got a limited amount because a lot of the shipment is still kind of uh, coming in from the boats in the harbor in L.A. Uh, but they are the exact same style. They're quilted, but they're navy here instead of gray. And they're awesome. And they have, instead of me on the insole, you see me, 
juggling all that I juggle. And of course, I'm so panther right now. There's my panther. Um, it burps on the inside of, of his insole. So pick up a pair of machine for your man, a pair of mechanics for your lady or for yourself because they're worth every single penny. Freewaters.com. Just go to freewaters.com and search for the machine or the mechanic. So, and let me know if you like them. I, I got several people have sent me messages about how much they love them. And that makes me feel so good because I don't like to talk about anything I don't love or use for real. Thank you so much for coming back every week. Thank you for making this part of my life so enjoyable. I really enjoy my podcast and I, it feels so good to hear that you enjoy it too. So thank you very much for everybody who's reached out to say they do. Um, I hope you enjoy this conversation with me in Halston about COVID. <laughs> Halston. Happy New Year. Uh, uh, I'm ready for the new year because the end of this year sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. So before we even start, I want to apologize to all my listeners for missing my first week ever of a podcast, which was last week because I had COVID. Uh, I was in quarantine and I felt like garbage so and I felt like garbage for no joke I was sick for 11 days total but uh, crazy right yeah so I could not have gotten a podcast together <laughs> there's no way I think I get a free pass for that one though um, absolutely yeah absolutely. I get a free pass I get one pass it's the only time I've missed a week the whole it's the only week we've missed Halston it felt so strange. It felt so weird. Like I'm, I'm so used to like having that every single like Wednesday, Thursday. I'm editing Friday, Saturday, doing clips and stuff, and then posting. And it was like so strange. It's been like it's been years. Like that's yeah. my routine that I have, and it was like so strange to like <laughs> miss a week. But hey, I'm glad that it wasn't me. The first time missing a week wasn't my fault. Yeah, well, I, I hear you. I would feel that way too. I felt terrible and I kept thinking, well, maybe. And you know, what's so crazy is this, I got sick. I started having symptoms on a Monday, the Monday before Christmas. And on Tuesday, we were supposed to podcast with Kathy and Kirsten about one of our Girl Scout meetings. It was an awesome conversation that I cannot wait to have. And we decided to push it because Kirsten was getting on a flight and she had promised her sister who has a new baby or her sister-in-law who has a new baby that she would quarantine before they left. And, and we decided, well, we, let's not do it on Zoom. It's such a good conversation. Let's just wait. And then all of a sudden, Omicron just exploded. It was just everywhere. And I was like, oh, my God, we may get to that conversation in February now. <laughs> it's going to be forever before we get 
them back in studio. I feel like now that I'm, I've had it, I'm good for like 90 days. I have the antibodies. I'm, I'm good. So I hope they come back soon. Uh, Kirsten, I think Kirsten uh, has some anxiety, a lot of anxiety in her household about COVID. And, you know, Kathy Fromkin's daughter, Lily, got COVID, but no one else in her house did. Um, how are you guys feeling? Totally fine. Yeah, we got um, we got our boosters like oh that same week that you got sick, so mm -hmm. we were um, we were gearing up for you know Christmas and super safe, wearing the N nine five masks on the plane and going to the family holidays and stuff like that. Only went to like two places really, That's and. I didn't go to my side. I went to Brooke's side and my sister had her baby. Oh, congratulations. On the yeah. So now I have two little nieces. Aww. Yeah. So we I was just gonna wait to go to Oregon to see the baby because um I just wasn't sure when she was gonna be born. And um I was like, I don't wanna go for Christmas and then like she's not born and then I gotta fly right back. So I was just gonna wait until, and then she ended up coming like a few days before Christmas, and so it's just like <laughs> now COVID's happening so much. It's like, well, she probably wait anyways. And my sister yeah. was gonna do a thing where she d didn't have anyone come over for two weeks to have the baby build immunity, but I think she still had a couple people over. People they couldn't help themselves. Yeah, it's hard. New babies are just. That's too hard. It's hard to stay away from that. They're so cute and sweet and precious. And this is such a weird time. You know, so many people, I'm sure a lot of people who are listening have had COVID. And I, uh, I have to tell you, I don't know what everybody's experiences have been, but I've definitely been sicker. It's not the sickest I've ever been. The flu, for me, my experience, the flu was far worse than this. I had... um I thought, you know, I tested negative for six days and on the seventh day I tested positive and then was positive some um, day seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. So I was positive for five days and then negative again. I still have a little congestion in my throat. So really I've had symptoms, so to speak, for a long time, for well over two weeks Two, let's see, uh, today would be day 17. So but I only had two days of of it just being disastrous, like worst headache I've ever had in my life ever. I couldn't stay awake for a full 24 hours. Like every time I woke up, my eyes would just close. I think I had uh, an actual migraine. I don't know that I've ever really had a migraine before. I've had bad headaches, but I think this was a migraine. I could not keep my eyes open. I couldn't for the whole day. Because um, it was it hurt too bad. It hurt so bad, and I had all this like pressure right here. I had no runny nose. I had no sore throat. Um, I had a scratchy throat, and then I started like losing my voice, kind of like how I sound now, where I'm just a little bit losing my voice. Um, and then just this pressure in my forehead, and then the headache came, and it was just awful. Um, my coincidentally, my aunt in Georgia was COVID positive the same time I was. So she and I were texting each other and she had gone to the doctor because she's in her 
late 60s and she has some heart stuff going on in her medical history and blood pressure. And so she went to the doctor and the doctor said, take the take these medications. So I just I totally piggybacked on her (laughs) on her doctor's visit. And when I took they told her to take something I'd never heard of. It's something for people who have high blood pressure. But when I looked it up, Sudafed is basically the same thing. And as soon as I took Sudafed, my headache went away. So it was all congestion, all in my sinuses. Um, And Sudafed was like total game changer. So if anybody's feeling bad, I I gave Sudafed to Georgia. It made her really, because now Georgia's positive. Um, She, uh, yeah, is positive. Bert and Isla are still negative. Georgia is on her Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, fourth day of positive. She had two really bad days too. One of them was a really bad headache day. and then she's had a really sore throat and a runny nose and she had a small fever. I didn't have any of that. I just had headache and congestion, but not even congestion. I could blow out. It was just all up in the top of my head, but Sudafed made her really jittery. So I got her Tylenol severe sinus, severe sinus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that helped her a lot. So not wow. that I'm a doctor, but that's what helped us. And, um, was she experiencing that when you guys were going up to the mountain? Cause you guys well, were just, where were you? We were in park city. Here's the thing. Utah. I was in bed with COVID and I said to Bert, we go snow skiing every year. We usually go to park city. We always go on January 1st because he has a show on the 31st and then he flies from wherever his New Year's Eve show is and meets us somewhere to ski. And we ski the last few days before school starts and it's the most fun trip ever because of lots of things. Because we all ski, we all have fun skiing and um, we always buy like junk food. Like food we never eat. Junk, junkity, junk, junk food. Bert may eat it on the road, but we don't eat it. Like frozen pizza, microwavable mac and cheese, just crap. Chips, dips, uh, candy, and, you know, slopes close around 4 o'clock. So you have from 4 o'clock to the rest of the day. And it's so cold out, we usually just hole up and watch some terrible TV show. Like this year, it was my thousand pound sisters. Yeah. That was our show. Good old Tammy. Good old Tammy, man. I recognize that redneck. I can relate to that redneck. That's everybody I grew up with. But so, yeah, we just eat really bad food and order room service and play board games and watch really bad TV. So that's been our, that's been our snow ski trip every year. We're not super hardcore, crazy 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. skiers. We're not. We just kind of, it's kind of our way of connecting the four of us together before Bert goes off on the road and the last push of school starts. It's a really kind of important family trip. So when I had COVID, I said to Bert, you know, someone's going to turn up positive on this trip. I just know it. I don't, I just know it. I saw, I wonder if we should not go. Because if we get there and someone's positive, what do we do? Like, we don't have a hotel room for long enough for them to, you know, stay. If they turn up positive on Wednesday, we check out on Wednesday. How do Mm. we manage that? And, of course, we get to Park City on Saturday. Everybody's fine. We ski Sunday. And Georgia goes, huh, I'm getting a little bit of a sore throat. And I went, oh, shit. 
let's test her and see if she's positive. And Bert didn't want to test her because he didn't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to know. Let's just <laughs> ski and we'll just figure it out later. And I could tell as the day went on, she was getting a little more glassy eyed. She was getting a little more not looking right. And I was like, let's just test her. So she tested positive Sunday night. So I think she was positive all day Sunday, but we left on Saturday and she was totally fine on Saturday. Have no idea where she got it because when I had it, I was in our guest bedroom. I did not leave except to go to the guest bathroom for the whole time I was positive. So I don't know if she got it at lacrosse practice. They practiced outside with masks on. Um, oh, that's a bummer. I mean, I don't know. It was raining too. Ah. Mean, it was like, it was like terrible, but she went and I don't know if she got it from there. She didn't go anywhere else. It's a real head scratcher. And Bert and Isla are still negative. They're still in Park City. They're coming home today. So, well, I was like, there's no need. You know, if she had bronchitis, you would still ski. So it's just, we, you know, she has COVID. So there's no reason for you not to ski and not to enjoy it. We've already paid for the passes. We've already paid for Isla's rentals. The hotel room's paid for. What are you going to do? Come home two days early and sit in our house? No, stay there and ski. I'll take Georgia home. So what we ended up doing was Bert's tour bus is on a break, <laughs> but we have rented it through the holidays so that we didn't have to unload it and then repack it, uh, you know, just to be un for like three weeks. So we rented it for these three weeks. So we just had the tour bus come and get me and I, me and Georgia. <laughs> we went home on the tour bus. We got home last night. Bless her heart. I feel so bad. She felt terrible. She felt like she ruined our trip, but it's nobody's fault. You know, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah, it I really is. It's everywhere. I, mean, I can't, I seem to be, you know, dodging it back and forth somehow. But this, this go around was the, was the one time where so many people that I knew or had like seen the week before, like yourself, um, had gotten it. And that hasn't been the case for me at all yet. I've been pretty lucky. Um, most people that I know haven't gotten it. And, right. um, We've, we've all been very safe, and uh, this time it seems r very hard to avoid. And um, luckily, I've heard, it's kind of hard to speak on this a little bit. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to like give false information, but I've heard about Omicron being less intense, mm -hmm. um, especially if you're vaccinated, but less intense than the other strains. Um, so I hope that's the case. It sounds like it's the case for, for you guys. How's Georgia doing now? She's good. She, I'd say she's probably, you know, what's really crazy is like, I expected to feel really, really shot. You know, I, f I expected to feel really run down. I said to Bert when I was, had COVID and we were planning to still go on the ski trip, I really don't know how I'm going to feel like, I don't know how I'm going to get through the airport. The way I felt when I was sick, I was like, there's no freaking way I can get through the airport like this. No way. But I just didn't know what to expect afterwards. Um, I skied all day and I was negative for like two, two days and stayed the whole day on the slope on Sunday. I was, I was negative for the first day on Friday and on Sunday I skied all day long. On Saturday, I flew no problem. So I feel like the bounce back is really fast. And Georgia now is about at that spot. She looks 
Like the whole time she was sick, her whole face in her eyes and around her nose looked really swollen because right? she's super congested. So um, all that's kind of gone away and she's still asleep. Uh, it's, you know, 10 o'clock here in L.A. But I, I was like, she's let her sleep as long as she wants to. That's how you get better. Um, but when she went to bed last night, she was laughing and giggling and cutting up and kind of her old self. So I feel like she's probably 85, 90% back. Um, she probably just has some lingering congestion. She was still congested a little, like blowing her nose and stuff last night, but I don't think she had a sore throat or she definitely didn't have a fever or anything like that yesterday. So she's on the mend and let's just pray that the two anxiety king and queens that live in my house do not get this disease because Bert Kreischer, I don't think would manage it very well, uh, emotionally. He's very healthy, like. You know, uh, besides being, you know, slightly overweight, he's very healthy. So I don't really think it would be nearly as bad as his imagination would allow it to be. Well, you think he's going to stay in one room for that whole time? He might. I can't picture him staying in one room. Well, the good part is he would get the master bedroom so he would have access to the backyard. I was in the guest room and had access to the guest room. I know. I know. Let's talk about that next. Uh, yeah. So I think we would definitely put him in the master and let him go in the backyard. Um, he could go in the gym. I mean, you know, he would have a lot more mobility than I did. I did it too. It's different too when I was the first person infected. So we were protecting this whole household full of people. If he gets it, two of us have already had it. That's so true. really the only other person we need to protect is Isla which is definitely important, obviously, but it's not the same as when I got it. When I got it, everybody was like, oh, my God, yeah. mom. But now now I feel like we're like, oh, okay, well, you just got to lay low and take some Sudafed. And, you know, if he has the same experience Georgia and I had, which was the flu was so much worse. I mean, I've had the flu so many times because Isla kept getting the flu like year after year. I've had influenza A and influenza B. And influenza A was so much worse than my COVID. Uh, obviously, people die from COVID. Obviously, it's a dangerous disease. But my my experience of COVID was it wasn't bad. That doesn't mean I'm going to recklessly toss my mask aside and now start licking doorknobs. You know, I'm not going to do that because there's always a possibility you could get a different strain and be very bad. Um, but luckily... That was not what's happening in this house so far. My grandmother did pass away from COVID on December 27th, which is really sad. Well, I'm sorry um, to hear that. Yeah, I was really bummed. Um, really, really sad um, to hear that. I mean, she was almost 90. She was turning 90 in December. And she had had some kind of fungus in her lungs for years. So I, when this pandemic started, I thought to myself, this is what's going to get my grandmother because she already has this compromised lung issue and she's 90. And at, if they don't keep her completely safe, this is how she's going to go. And it was. So I, I feel terrible that she struggled and suffered you know, she was on life support for a while and, um, sounds really harsh, but I, I kept thinking, why? I mean, why she's, she's not going to make it out. Are you going to really make her suffer to, to die anyway? Just let her go. But 
obviously I wasn't there. I, I, I only hear bits and pieces of what was going on. So that's a very ignorant, uninformed assumption that I just made. But no one wants anyone to die, obviously. I didn't want her to die. But I, I so just didn't want her to suffer, you know. And nobody wants to be on life support with a feeding tube. And nobody wants. I can't imagine anybody would go, yeah, bring that on. You know, unless there was some path out of it. And I don't, at her age and with her, she weighed like 85 pounds. <laughs> you know, she just, if you do the math, you're like, oh, this is not going to, this is not going to turn out well. So, anyway. Um, uh, anyway, that, that happened while I was, I had COVID too. So I couldn't go to the funeral cause I had COVID, but God bless her. I'm glad she's out of pain. Um, it's been a crazy couple weeks. It sure has. Oh my yeah. goodness. Crazy oh. couple weeks. So sorry to hear that. I know I was really bummed, really upset too. Um, it's our last great grandparent for my kids. The last one. <laughs> was that your mom's mom or your dad's mom? That was my mom's mom. Your mom's mom? Yeah, my mom's mom. And apparently I heard through the grapevine that she delayed taking her to the hospital because my mom, you know, is a psychic. Oh. And her psychic abilities was telling her she definitely did not have COVID. So they delayed taking her to the doctor for five days. Ah. Uh. That's a bummer. That is a real bummer. Uh, not because, just because you think that that's five days she could have not struggled. You know, if they could have given her some kind of help day one or two, what would that have, what would the end of her life have looked like? Or would it even have been the end of her life? You know? Very strange. Let's say some people are crazy. <laughs> we won't name names, but anybody who says, no, 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 my psychic ability says she doesn't have COVID, you kind of just have to question that. I mean, some, some people out there in the, in the world are crazy. They're wild. Some people have a different reality. Some people sure live in do. a very different reality. That's so, right. As I feel really bad for my mom that she lost her mom and for her sister who lost her mom um, and all my cousins. It's really a shame, but she's in a better place. Yeah, no more suffering. I mean, if you have a fungus in your lungs, I'm sure that's not comfortable at all. Oh, she'd had a terrible cough for years and years, and they couldn't clear it up. They couldn't figure out what was causing it or how to get rid of it. So she'd had this awful, like, deep, gnarly cough. Like for, a smoker or something? Like Yeah, like a smoker. And she was not a smoker. Um, her husband was a smoker, but he stopped smoking when I was, like, eight years old. So 40-some years ago. So she hasn't been really in contact with secondhand smoke for 40 years. So I can't say that. But, yeah, it sounded like. It was like black lung. <laughs> they couldn't diagnose it? They did. They diagnosed it as a fungus. She had basically like had mold in her lungs. Oh, my goodness. Now this is what I was told. I, I don't have any real firsthand knowledge of this. but uh, So I may have it all wrong. But I was told she has a fungus. She had a fungus in her lungs that was like mold. And like when she coughed up stuff, it was black. Like that I saw so that strange. myself. Crazy. I saw that myself. Like she'd cough into a Kleenex and it's just like the, her phlegm was like black. It was 
wacko. And nobody could clear it up. They couldn't figure out how to get rid of it. I wonder if that's from having fluid in your lungs for too long or something like just like a little bit. I'm, I wonder how that happens. I've never heard of that before. So that's really, really strange. Really crazy. I'd never heard of it either. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Some well, kind of frontier illness. <laughs> what was her name? Leela May. Rest in peace, Leela May. Rest in peace, Leela May. I, I like that her. name. I love that name, Leela. I considered Leela instead of Isla, but I feel like I say Leela, Leela in like such a weird way that I was like, I don't know if I'd want to say Leela every day. Isla, yeah. I don't know, Leela, but it is a beautiful name. I think when other people say it, it sounds better than when I say it. Yeah, it's like um, too, it's too close to Leanne. So having two oh, in the house. Yeah. Leela, Leanne, point. I don't know. Good point. Good point. Isla's, Isla is definitely an Isla. It was, she got her correct name. So no worries there. Um, so what was it like being in a bedroom by myself for yes. five days? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I just felt for you so much. You know what? I'll be honest with you. Um, I kind of surprised myself. I thought I would be really stir crazy. And I just kind of surrendered to the fact that I was sick. Like, I don't ever get to be sick. Because when I'm sick, I still feed the dogs. I still walk the dogs. I still do like the stuff that has to happen. Still podcast. Uh, I still podcast. I do. But even when I had the flu, you know, I'm usually the only adult in the house. So, I mean, George and I had the stomach flu at one point. And I remember she and I on the bed with a pot between us. And I put like, I was like, we're just going to throw up in this pot and I'm just going to deal with it as it comes. And I put, I, I was like, I was by myself and I put Isla in another room with Priscilla with the TV and I made sure she had food that she could deal with. And I mean, she was like eight and I was like, I'll see you in a couple days. I can't, I can't even, I can't even deal with myself. So George and I just like dueling vomiters. I'm taking care of her and taking care of me. And it was a disaster. So I'm used to kind of being sick and being responsible for other people and animals and not having a choice, right? But this time, Bert was home. Both girls were out of school. I could really let go. I could really say, close the door and don't come out. So I really kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> hey. That is best case scenario for you. I mean, gosh, everyone knows you've needed a break and <laughs> it's not a vacation. It's not exactly a fun time, but you were at least resting your body. You weren't working out like crazy. You've probably been sore for two years straight in some way or another. I know that you say that you're not sore anymore, but still like you gave yourself some good recovery. And then you went skiing directly after, but yeah, I did. I, well, the first day I was negative, I worked my ass off because I had to get everything done to get out of town. Right. And, you know, yeah. when you go out of town, you got to make sure you have dog food. Uh, the house was semi disastrous. Georgia did a great job of keeping everything kind of at bay and not letting it get too bad, but it still was pretty disastrous. I had to do a ton of laundry. I mean, as soon as the first day Friday was like full tilt boogie, there was no, no stopping, but I have to say, I really, um, 
allowed myself to not worry about what was going on outside my door. And that's, I don't think that's happened since I've gotten married. Wow. Like ever. I've never just get to be sick and just unplug and let someone else handle everything. And of course I had to answer questions and they were texting me and calling me. And of course, of course, but it's not the same as having to drag yourself off the couch, feeling like shit or having a fever to feed the dogs or walk the dogs. Um, I just didn't have to do any of that. I watched a lot of TV. I felt like I just kind of unplugged entirely. And part of my brain kept saying, you should be working. You should be planning your podcast guests. You should be reaching out to people and seeing when you can schedule something. But the fact is, I didn't really know what I would be scheduling because everyone's getting sick. Are we back to Zoom? Are we not? What are we doing with this podcast for the next month or so? So I I couldn't really schedule it. So I had to let go of that. Um, And, you know, everything's closed the week between Christmas and New Year's. There was nothing I could get done. So I, I read like eight magazines. Um, I read my book club book when I felt like it. Those two days I was really sick. I just watched TV. But the first and the last day I read and I just kind of unplugged. So it was okay. It was obviously I'd rather not have COVID. But all things considered, it was okay. And Bert did a great job taking care of me. He tried really hard to take care of me. He did at one point think I was dead. (laughs) (laughs) At one point, he sent Isla in my room to see if I was dead. And I was like, okay, okay. What is wrong with that statement? You sent a 15-year-old. To find her dead mother. I mean, come on. That's not good. He was like, I guess I wasn't responding. He was calling me. It was my bad, bad headache day where I couldn't really function. (laughs) And so because I wasn't answering his phone calls, he thought I had died. Not that I was sleeping. Not that, nope, that I was dead. So he sent Isla in to see if I was dead. He sent the canary in the coal mine. I was like, oh, no. what? Poor Isla. Could you imagine if I were dead? I would traumatize her for life. He was like, I just couldn't handle it if you were dead. Isla would be much better at it than me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Classic Bert. Oh, just straight to worst case scenario. Straight, straight to worst Straight there. Straight to she's definitely dead. I love Manscaped. I use Manscaped. I like their body wash. I like their shave butter. I like their lawnmower and their lawnmower, which is their razor for the nether regions, has a light. It's the best. It has an LED light, rechargeable razor. They have all kinds of skincare products for men and for women, and they have all kinds of products for the men's nether regions. That's all worth checking out. So again, If you're looking for something for Valentine's Day, it's coming up. If you need just a happy new year, let's make some resolutions. Let's take better care of ourselves. Perfect way to start. Everyone starts the new year off with self-care, but I don't think people really maintain it. And I wonder if it's because they don't find anything that really works, right? So Manscaped, I've been using their products uh, uh, and their equipment for years now. And it's easy to maintain self-care if you find something that really, really works. So I am so happy they reached out to be a a sponsor of this podcast because it is something I really use and it's something I really enjoy. 
you could buy their performance package, which has a lawnmower, which is an electric trimmer with skin safe technology, and it reduces cuts. And of all areas on your body, you want to reduce cuts, it's the nether regions, please. So that's a really cool feature. It also has a 4000K LED spotlight that helps you see what you're doing down there, which is awesome. Again, I love the shave butter. Uh, I love their body wash. I like not girly smelling body wash and their body wash just smells good. It doesn't smell like a girl. I don't know if it necessarily smells like a guy. It just smells good. And I just love it. And I love the way it feels. It's cologne infused with aloe vera, which, and sea salt. And that keeps your skin feeling clean and nice and moisturized. Um, you can upgrade both your and your man's grooming routine this year and use the best tools for the job and they come from Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WOTP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code WOTP. New year, no pubes in 22 with Manscaped. What shows were you watching? What's your what, what was your favorite? What did you binge? Any good movies? Well, I watched um, Being the Ricardos, which I thought was pretty good. Um, I I didn't find anything until the very last day. I kept starting stuff. I don't even remember what I start. I'd start stuff that I'd heard was good, and I go, I don't like this. I'm not into it. I start something else. I don't like this. I'm not into it. I watched Pretty in Pink. Um, I watched uh, a lot of like home improvement shows, but I couldn't really focus. Those two days I was sick, I couldn't really pay attention. Mm. But the last day I started watching The Great on Hulu. Never heard of it. I fucking love it. I mean, it's not Yellowstone, but it is really great. It is about Catherine the Great. So Catherine the Great was a German, I guess, aristocrat. And she was married off to Peter the Great's son. Peter the Great was the conquer was the um, emperor of Russia, and he was very famous and and very loved. Peter the Great by Russian people, and so his son took over. And his son is kind of a ninny. He's kind of an idiot, and he's very indulgent. He's very into sex and like, you know being throwing shit and breaking things he's childlike and then she's married off to him and she shows up and this guy is like a lunatic and she's very kind of refined and educated and and he's not he's kind of like a nine-year-old so and and some of it is true most of this story is true but obviously is fictionalized also but it's it's actually kind of a comedy like a dark comedy uh l fanning is Catherine the Great. And I don't know who plays Peter, but he's fucking fantastic. And there is such a good show. I didn't expect to really like it, but someone told me, you should watch The Great. It's a really good show. And I was like, well, I'll check it out because everything else I've checked out, I haven't liked. Um, and it was awesome. I love it. I'm finishing season one. Um, and now I'm going to start season two. It's really, really good. So uh, Nicholas Holt is Peter. Phoebe mm. Fox is... Mariel mm -hmm. and Charity Wakefield is Georgina Demova. Oh, I Georgina probably Demova. butchered those names. No, you did great. That's great. Yeah, they're all amazing. Every single casting is like, there's. It's just a really good show. It's really, really good. Awesome. It's really good. 
Yeah. I started Yellowstone. Oh, what oh, do you think? It's good. It's really Isn't good. It? Yeah. It's so good. We are in, we're we're into so many shows right now that we're going to have to loop back around and just like just binge that show and just be into that show because it's one of those that I don't want to bounce around and we've already started Succession and we're mm. we're really we're in season 2 in, of Succession and that's mm. a really good show. Have you seen it? No. It's really really good. It's basically um the story of the family of Fox News. They don't say it's Fox News, but it's definitely Fox News, like the the media conglomerate um, and the CEO of that company is very old and he's in his 80s and his he's in poor health and he needs to basically decide who's going to take over this billion dollar media industry. And um, he's got four kids and they're all very unique individuals and they um are very slimy and sneaky and one of them has a drug problem and one of them has an infidelity problem and the other one's just kind of dumb but very smart at the same time and it's it's a really really good show i i really think that you would enjoy it and um and you know this family is pretty much hated by the the community and um they blame them for a lot of issues in the world and so there's a really cool dynamic and uh it's a really really well-made show very good acting very good writing i think you'd really enjoy it that's cool i have to check it out it's on hbo hbo okay that's really cool i went on hbo to try and see i tried to find king richard but i had to like upgrade to like 14.99 a month and i was like i'm not doing that i don't want to do that um, Why? <laughs> because I'm paying for everything and I'll always forget to cancel it. I feel like you quote, save money by just getting basic cable and streaming everything. It's a lie. You pay like eight nine nine a month for Hulu and this much for Netflix and this much for this and this much for that. And now you got to get Paramount plus and now you got to get HBO go and now you got to get this. So at the end of the day, you're paying the same amount as you were paying for cable. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm maxed out on streaming services. I'm me like, too. no I'm, more. <laughs> I've got Showtime, HBO, Apple, and uh, YouTube TV for all the regular channels. Mm-hmm. And I'm tapped out and Netflix as well, Hulu. But Yeah, exactly. See, you yeah, see how many you name? You name like 18. It keeps it's, going. <laughs> it's crazy. And I'm, I have Paramount Plus. I have all that you just named plus Paramount Plus so that I could have, obviously. Yellowstone. But Paramount Plus, the cool thing about Paramount Plus is um, they have a ton. They have all Paramount's movies. So if you want to watch, like, George and I, when we were in quarantine, watched Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2. It's a Paramount movie. So if you want to watch anything Paramount, you have to have Paramount Plus for the most part. So, oh, have Disney Plus, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm using my roommate's Disney Plus. Yes. It's crazy. It's so crazy. But um, they're all such good streaming services, though. It's like, I know there's There's so many good things. There's There's something valuable in each of them. So you can't do without any of them. Jocelyn was telling me to watch Ted Lasso. And um, Uh, it's a really nice, like, feel good show. Um, We fell off of it on season two ish in the middle and we started something else. But we'll circle back to it. 
It's nice. I watched it. Truly bad happens. No, I watched it for like, I think all of season one and I got really bored. I I was into it. Well, I I wasn't into it at first. I was like, I don't understand why everybody's really into this show. I mean, like I get it. It's like, it's like eating a sugar cookie. It's not too sweet, but everybody likes sugar cookies. It's kind of a good sugar cookie show. Okay, well, I'll keep watching. I'll see if something really grabs me. And it just never really did. So I was like, I'm not wasting my time on this anymore. But I see why people like it. It, I understand why people like it. I just was like, ah, I'm kind of bored. I'd rather watch something else. Um, I'll have to check out Secession. I've heard it's really great. And they're always nominated for so many awards. So it must oh, be really well done. Yeah, I had never even heard of it until over Christmas, Brooke's sister was like, you got to watch the show. We're watching episode one with you. And um, and we were just hooked after episode one. It's so good. I'll tell you what else is really good though is uh, Yellow Jackets on HBO. Oh yeah, I saw that. Oh, it's. Uh, I didn't watch it, but I saw that. And I was like, I wonder what that is. It's it's really it's a trip. It's really really good. It's pretty violent. Um, mm. it's very dark, but it's it's really really good basically a high school soccer team gets in a uh, airplane crash and they're stuck in the woods. Mm. So I'm not going to say anything Lord else. Lord of the flies. Lord of the flies. Very much. Very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it's very, very good. And so half of it takes place uh, when they're kids and the other half of it takes place when they're adults. And there's a lot of like pieces that you have to try to connect and you're just like, what the hell happened in the woods the whole time? And they're just like hinting to different things. And there's a lot of like weird, dark, trippy stuff going on. And it's, it's really, really good. That That's one crazy. and um, the new Dexter. I love Dexter so much. I'm so happy it's back. How dare you shake your head at Dexter? I never, I never, I tried to watch Dexter and I was like, this is too dark for me. I, oh, I, I don't, got it. Okay. It's too dark for me. I don't like that that kind of like he kills people. I, I can't get into it. Are you talking about but, the original back in the yeah. day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I get that. But he only kills bad people. I get it. I still couldn't get into it. Okay. I don't know why, because so many people die in Yellowstone. I have no problem with that. <laughs> the first but, scene is just a guy shooting a horse in the head. Yeah. Well, that's different. The horse was injured. That was different. That's different. Yeah. That's how you do it on the farm. Well, but, that one guy was a pedophile, so Dexter had to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I couldn't get into Dexter. It was just too dark. Maybe it was the time period I started watching it when it first came out. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I can't do this. Maybe I just wasn't in the headspace for it. But I know so many people are huge fans of that show. I knew the um, first scene off the top of my head just then of the yeah. episode one. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, a, I'm really into it. That's cool. Breaking Bad and Dexter are like my two favorite shows. Yeah, I never They're saw Breaking Bad either. Oh. I never, never saw one episode, not one. But, you know, and when all that was going on is when I was in the hardcore, like, parenting moments. True. And I was like, I didn't want to watch anything too heavy. Like, anything yep. that had any heavy, I was like, pass. I've spent the whole day just busting my ass as a parent. I don't want to watch This Is Us. I don't want to watch anything like super heavy. I want to watch stuff. I want to eat like jelly beans. Let's watch something that's just jelly beans. I don't need anything with any kind of blood or meat in it. 
<laughs> so I think now I'm at a place where I, I can do that. But it's, it's amazing how your life informs what you do for entertainment or, you know, hobbies even. How yeah. what's going on in your life informs other things. Um, so your yeah. Jelly Bean shows now are like the HGTV shows, like yeah. the remodeling homes and stuff like that. Yeah. How much are you like, I could do better? Not much. No? I don't really, no, I don't really look at it like that. Um, no, not really. I, I always, I always try to find how someone used unique creativity in remodeling something. I'm not really interested in flashy shows. I like, I actually really like the show Hometown because they all, they, I like parts of it. I'm not a, I'm not like a hometown woohoo crazy fan. I think the couple is adorable and I like some of the stuff they do, they do. But what I really like is when they repurpose something or when they, take something that's already there and work around it instead of just kind of making everything look the same. The thing about some shows is I go, well, I can tell who exactly who did that because that is the same as this one, the same as this one, the same as this one, basically. But that show isn't always the same. She seems to really listen to the people that they're redoing the stuff for. And she tries to put really personal uh, creative touches in all her remodels. And I really like that. So that's why I watch her show. And then what's the show? Bargain Mansions. She does the same thing. That woman can, she can make freaking lemonade out of lemons like nobody's business. And she doesn't design like anybody else on HGTV. I, I like watching her show too, because I go, that's a real creative problem solver. I think the thing about me and when I did this house is I really enjoy creative problem solving, not just designing, but creative problem solving. Like I didn't change very much of the floor plan of my house. I just went, how can I maximize this floor plan? Where I think most people would just gut it and make it what they wanted. When it's just not necessary. To me, the challenge is how do I make this what I want? And of course, I could use a bigger dining room, but we never eat in our dining room. So do I really care? Not really. But the rest of the house is great. I don't know. I really like that challenge of how do I make this existing piece better or more creative or maximized or function the way we need it. Yeah, because any good designer or construction person is going to be able to tear everything down to the studs and just like make what they do a yeah. thing every single time. And yeah. hit it out of the park. But the, the real challenges are the creative parts that, like you said, you're working around what you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's cool, too. Man, I, I I have a lot of guilty pleasure, like design shows and like home remodeling shows. I just kind of grew up with that. My mom ha- always had it on. So I'm I'm always like really interested in that. I would not be surprised if I got into like real estate in my later years or something like that or some sort of remodeling. I don't know. I doubt it's, it, but <laughs> it's really fun. I love that stuff. I would do it again in a heartbeat. Not, not for us to live in. We're so happy in this house, but I would flip a house. I would, but you know, the way the market is now, that's crazy. Um, what are your jelly bean shows besides remodeling? Anything fun? I have, um, yeah, I watch those ones. I watch, I'm kind of ashamed to say this out loud. Um, <laughs> 
you have to. Selling Sunset is Oh, a... my God. Awesome show. <laughs> I've seen every episode. <laughs> have like you really? Three, three seasons, yeah. I, um, I, I will fast forward through a lot of the drama and the cattiness and the stupid reality show stuff, um, but not all of it. Definitely not, not all, all of it. it. Chriselle is in some drama. Christine is such a B word. <laughs> it is a fascinating world that I have no experience of whatsoever. It's really and interesting. I think that's the appeal is that it is a completely different world. Like, yeah. totally different world. What If you don't know what it is, it, it's on Netflix. It's a very popular show. It's... Um, the Oppenheim Group is a real estate agency on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. And they sell all the mansions in the hills and all the super nice, like multi-million dollars, 10 plus million dollar houses in, in Southern California. And with that comes a lot of like, drama within the company and who's gonna sell this and who's undermining well, you left this a person really, hold on hold on hold on you left a really out? important piece out every single person on this show except for the broker is a young ridiculously hot woman right every one of them even the lady who joined that was Latino, who was a Latino uh, soap star. Yep. She's a little older. Drop dead Doesn't gorgeous. Matter. Yeah. I mean, they're like, they're like, they all look like Kardashians, except different ethnicities. But they're that level of ridiculously, like they're, they're all carved out of cream cheese. They yeah, they're all former real. models. Definitely yeah. all former models or actors. and They all look like them. Paris Hilton or, you know, like that. Yeah, all glammed out and uh one of the one that's married to a billionaire who's just over the top and she's crazy <laughs> why am i talking about this i am so ashamed because i know what you're talking about is her name is that christine, christine yeah 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 <laughs> um, I, gotta, she... I, gotta, I gotta stop talking about this right now why so no i've watched like four episodes of it and i was like i've got to get off this or i'm gonna i'm gonna wake up and be 75 years old and have watched only this show because it's like it's like watching a car wreck. I mean, yeah. you can't take your eyes off of it. Couldn't I can't stop. It's she, so crazy. Brooke won't even get in. She doesn't has no desire to watch the show. And so <laughs> when she's gone, I just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Good for Brooke. I'm with her. She I watched doesn't like, four like trash reality so, TV like me. Do you know there's another show called Selling Tampa? Yes. And like Episode two only had one house, and I was like, I can't, I can't do that. If you're only going to show me one house, uh, and the rest is just catty drama, I'm not, I'm not into that at all. Right, right. I, I, I will fast forward to the houses, and I want to see the square footage and how much it costs, and like what the cool parts are. Does it have a pool? Is it indoors? Is it outdoors? And um, who yes. lives in it now? Because sometimes it's a yeah. celebrity. Uh, yeah, they had a $40 million house on Selling Sunset. And uh, I mean, no one could sell it, but that was it was up there in the hills. And it's it it's incredible. What is worth $40 million in a house? Nothing. I mean, what was worth house. $40 million? No, 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 no. 
That's a bunch of bullshit right there. No house is worth $40 million. That's ridiculous. And what asshole pays $40 million for a house? If you got $40 million to spend on a house, you should be giving $36 million to charity and live in a $4 million house. Because a $4 million house is pretty fucking sweet. What the heck? kind of shit is a $40 million house. This is why I can't watch this show because it makes me really angry. Okay. This is in Malibu? This is in the hills. $43.9 million. That's just stupid. Yeah. It's it's an incredible house. What makes it incredible? Um, it's sold. sold. I don't remember it. Some asshole bought it. Insane. But I don't. It's huge. I'm trying to figure out the square footage of it. And uh, by the way, if it's in the hills, it has no parking. No. And you can't get to it. It's not like practically. It's a. It's not a one way street. Most of the hills, the streets in the hills, they're not one way, but they're only really wide enough for one car at a time. So you have to kind of uh, maneuver your way. Oh my god. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. That's crazy. So they did sell it on Selling Sunset, huh? Wow. I don't know if they sold it on that show. I don't really remember it. Who bought it, do you think? What's the mortgage on a $40 million house? I guess if you buy a $40 million house, you probably pay cash. Look at that view, though. That view ain't worth $40 million? Come on now. Come on. No, definitely oh. not. Wow. Huge wine oh. cellar. Who lives in this place? Anybody who lives here can never drink that much wine anyway. This is crazy. This is a huge party house. Just oh, for parties. for sure. It's got to be. Events, even. Who bought it? I wonder who bought it. I'm sure I could read it, but I don't care to I don't, don't dive into this. Crazy. I know. It is a good show. I've watched it. I, I, I sign off on it for you, Falston. I sign off. I sign off. You ship it. Hey, ship um, it. it's 20,000 square feet. Uh, that's huge. Still. Okay, if it's 20,000 square feet. It's the biggest house ever built in the Hollywood Hills. Then how much is that per square foot? If it's $43 million. So I can't do that math. Let me do my math on my calculator. I'm not a good math person. I don't really math myself. Um, 43, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. $43 million divided by 20,000 square feet. So it's $2,150 a square foot. Which is insane. Ridiculous. I don't even, what is it right now, do you think, per square foot, like? A typical house in the in the hills like that isn't it I like fifteen or something? I don't know. Fifteen hundred dollars a square foot? Yeah. No, I don't think so. No. No, I don't think it's that much. It whatever it is, that person is crazy. They should have given a lot of that money to charity. We have so many people who could have. I don't know. Crazy. I mean, I live in a nice house. I have. I I live in a very nice house. So I'm one to talk. But at the same time, I don't live in a ridiculous house. <laughs> it's not ridiculous. It does not $43 million. <laughs> That's so crazy. 
I don't. Yeah, it, that house is for billionaires who just want to show off. It's the status symbol of owning the biggest house in the Hollywood Hills. It's it's a flex. That's all it is. Yeah. And I don't. I would. I don't know if I would ever feel the need to flex like that. But you know, me neither. I'm not. I don't have a desire to be a billionaire at all. That's a that's a whole nother level of work crazy. and craziness. Yeah. It's a different life. It is um, a different life. I would imagine you don't have much of a life outside of your work for a while anyway, maybe for until you become a billionaire, maybe then it starts running itself. But so let's talk about our podcast. Um, what yeah. should we do going forward? Should we have people on Zoom or should we, what do you think based on everything that's going on with Omicron? I mean, I hate Zoom podcasts. I guess could we podcast? Would you be comfortable coming here with like me and Georgia after we're negative? Of after course. She's negative? Okay. Well, then maybe we'll do one with me and Georgia and talk about our COVID experience yeah. together. Yeah. Um, I, I'm as long as like the house is free of COVID, it just needs to run its course here once Georgia's all done. Um, of course. Yeah. All good. I was c- curious about like, um, since you do have somebody positive in the house, um, are you because you just had it so it's like mm-hmm. are you spreading it around now like or is that not possible i'm not even sure how that works i'm not sure how that works either this is what the cdc says about being positive they said you should quarantine completely for five days and then after that you should test negative so if you are on that same timeline, you test negative, then you are supposed to wear a mask for five days after you've tested negative. So that when you go in public, you are not infecting anybody. So I would imagine that means that you are really contagious for, and also what I read is you're contagious two days before you test positive. And then you should act as if you're contagious for 10 days, five days being fully quarantined, and then the five days after that being in a mask in public. And then I don't know what happens after that. I know my antibodies are good for about 90 days, so I shouldn't get it again for about 90 days, nor nor Georgia. But but I don't really know how that works. And if I come in contact with someone that is COVID positive, and then I go talk to you, how does that work? I don't know. Yeah, um, maybe we'll ask um, my sister-in-law is a nurse, a COVID mm-hmm. nurse. So maybe I'll ask her about it. Um, I was kind of curious about that because I do have to go to the room you're in right now to pick up that memory card. And so I'm like, is that safe? Safe. I'm, I'm wondering. Um, I'm not worried really about myself. I'm boosted and, and whatnot. And everyone around me is as well in this house. But I guess breakthrough cases do happen like yourself and I don't know if Georgia was vaccinated, but she was, she was vaccinated. She had, she was eligible for her booster the day I tested positive. And because she's only 17, she couldn't go get the booster without me. So I was like, Oh, we'll get it as soon as we get back from park city. Never mind. (laughs) Don't need that. Now I'd say if you were feeling it at all cautious about it, just wear a mask and come when you come get the memory card. Because yeah, I'm not. I'm not really yeah. worried. I was just curious about it. Like, c- 
because it's so contagious, I'm still not sure how it spreads. I've heard so many different things over the it's been two, you know, two years now. And it's like I've heard like you're carrying it two weeks before you show symptoms, and then it's two days, and then it's a week, and it's like I don't I don't know. I can't keep up with any of it. And I can't either. You know, I was just talking to Sandy about this this morning because she um she is from Boston and a lot of her family is ha- went to Boston to be with her mom and a lot of her family's turned up positive and, and some of them haven't. And all of them have had contact with her mom and her mom is negative. And we're like, what the hell? And her mom is obvious. Her mom's 80 and her mom is, you know, has diabetes and is immunocompromised. And you're like, of all people, she's the one that should have gotten it, but she has healthy. Sandy has healthy siblings who, are positive and had were with her mom before and after they tested positive and mom doesn't get it. So it's so, it's such a crazy, crazy disease. And you know, Georgia was home the whole time that I was sick and quarantined and New Year's Eve came and she asked me if she could go to a friend's house. And I was like, this girl's 17. She's testing negative. How can I, how can I be comfortable with this? So I asked her, you know, who's going? It was three other girls her age and the parents of the house they were going to, right? I was like, everybody tested negative? Yes, everybody there had tested negative that day, including Georgia. So I said, everybody there knows that I have COVID, that you're testing negative, but you're coming from a house with a COVID positive person. Today, that day was my first negative day. And she said, yes, they all know that. So I let her go. And two days later, Georgia ends up COVID positive. Every single person there, still negative. That's good. She was with two parents and three other teenagers, and they're all still negative. So you go, I I don't understand how this disease works. So in theory, Georgia should have infected that whole household. Well, you just never know with the vaccine. I mean, it's there's breakthrough cases, there's non-breakthrough cases, there's the unvaccinated, there's the vaccinated, there's people who have gotten it, but not the booster. And there's, there's so many different factors now happening. So it's just like, you know, Bert was boosted as well. He was well after his booster limit, uh, booster timeline. And, um, and he was (laughs) exposed to two people, right? You Mm -hmm. and Georgia. Yes, and some people on the bus ended up positive, mm-hmm. and so he was on the bus with them. And yeah, I guess his dad read somewhere that Bert has the Johnson and Johnson. That uh, no one that has Johnson and Johnson, virtually no one is getting this Omicron. That it's like interesting. Completely yeah, so everybody was all about the Moderna is the strongest. I had Moderna. Um, and Bert wake up going, I've got the fake one. I've got the Johnson and Johnson. It's going to suck. And then his dad somewhere, I don't know, have no idea where his dad came up with this information. But his dad is an excellent reader. He reads a lot of newspapers. He reads a lot of, you know, current event type stuff. And I guess he read somewhere that the Johnson and people aren't getting Omicron with Johnson and Johnson. So maybe that's why Bert's still negative because there's absolutely no reason why he should be negative. Well, that's good. The Johnson and Johnson vaccine needed a little bit of a win anyway. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Go J and J. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll just play it by ear with our podcast. I I I wanna Oh, I'll do whatever it takes to not do Zoom podcasts. You know you what know, I mean? I hate them. We gotta I, I, I wanna make sure that we can do whatever we can to 
make that happen. If we got to do Georgia one week and the next week is Bert, if he's home, just people in the family. Um, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay. And we can always do one, I guess. Um, but yeah, let's, let's try to make that happen. And uh, moving on. Yeah. We don't moving need on. To, Cause we can do good audio. You and I, we can have good audio, but other people, regular people don't have good audio setups. So it's just right. like, we're at the mercy of their laptop microphone and, and whatnot. So makes it harder. It's just better sounding when we've got good equipment and we've got these new studios that we gotta, we gotta use. I love my studio. Yeah. I, know. I love my studio. So it's so adorable. I took, I um, I went over there yesterday to set a bunch of stuff up and whatnot. And I, I showed Brooke the space and she was so excited and Aww. just, yeah, she was proud. She's, of, so she's proud of us. She should be. We've done good work, Halston. Yeah. And we got some sponsors now. Did you get the spreadsheet for my sponsor calendar? I got an email today from somebody and um, I was, I hadn't heard anything about it. Actually, I was going to ask you off mic um we could talk about it off mic yeah okay yeah we'll talk, we'll talk about, about it off mic well but congratulations I, about that though that's thank you so i'm very cool. proud i'm so excited i was like i gotta start wearing makeup i gotta i gotta up my game no like, time to get to, to work do anything no i know you know what's so funny i have to say something to everybody who's listening or watching i think more people listen than watch um i am so moved by the comments people leave, uh, I don't really ever get any negative comments. And I don't really ever, I mean, hardly ever. And maybe I'm just ignoring them and they come in and I just don't see them because I just block that shit out. But when we were in quarantine in Park City, I started going through like my message requests on Instagram, which I didn't really know existed. And I was like, oh, what are all these? Oh my God. And I was just so kind of blown away with what people say about this podcast and that what I started, the intention with which I started this podcast and I try and approach it every week is kind of, it it's, carries through. Like people get it. They go, oh yeah, I just had a baby uh, by myself for two weeks and I just put your podcast on the background just to hear you and your friends laugh and cut up. And I was like, that's what I wanted. That's exactly what I wanted. So it makes me feel so inspired. I love hearing that positivity. And I can't reply to everybody, but I try to reply to as many as I can. And I just am so grateful. Um, I'm so grateful for this life and for the ability to share anything I've learned that might help somebody else. Makes me feel very... Um, privileged really and lucky um and i'm really grateful for everybody who's ever left a comment i'm really really grateful thank you very much for being so supportive because at, for those that have been listening the whole time when i started this podcast i felt very adrift and kind of lost and i feel now like not that my podcast is the most important thing on the planet but that it is something that means something to me and my intention is it for it to mean something to other people so that it's not just me drinking with my girlfriends and shooting the shit that it's meaningful and that you can learn from it. And, and that sometimes it's me and my girlfriends drinking and shooting the shit. So thank you everybody for 
commenting and for listening and for being patient with me be having COVID and missing a week. But we're back, Halston. We're back. We're back. We're back. We got it going on. We got it. I'm yeah. Gonna we didn't dive want to force you to do a Zoom like from your little quarantine room. Uh, you know what? I took a picture of myself. I looked horrific. I looked 85 years old and I was completely gray complected. My hair is still kind of flat. My hair hasn't really recovered. I don't know why your hair, my hair is like flat from being sick, has no body at all. And so I <laughs> took a picture of myself. I was like, I think Halston may be right. I think we need to wait. <laughs> Let's wait till I'm in person. Well, I, I didn't say like, that because I saw you. I did not see I you. Know that. No, you didn't see me. <laughs> I saw myself and that was good enough. I was like, pass. I already put so little effort into looking good on camera that I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't do it like in this bad shape. I was well, in really bad shape. We'll put that so. picture up on the screen for the. Oh, I look terrible. Okay, <laughs> we'll put it on the screen. I'll, I'll send it to you. Oh, yes. Anyway, thanks for ca- talking to me today, Halston. Thank you. And la- ladies and gentlemen, next week we'll have, uh, not that pa- Halston's not a great guest. I think we just had a good conversation, but I'll have be back in the regular, the regular run of things, hopefully next week. Thank yeah. you. Absolutely. Well, I'll talk you, to you Hester. later. Bye. Okay, bye.